Jenny McCarkus is the Victorian Health Minister and has just announced that a tenth person in Victoria has tested positive for COVID-19. Minister, good morning. Good morning, Virginia, and thank you for your patience. Not at all. Uh, thanks for joining us this morning. Uh, tell us what we know about this person and the nature of that infection. Uh, yes, so uh, I can now confirm that we have a, a tenth case of COVID-19 in Victoria. This is a young man in his 30s. He's returned back from Iran uh, on the 26th of February. Uh, four days later, on the 1st of March, he's uh, started to experience uh, symptoms. Uh, he's spoken to our, our hotline. We have a dedicated uh, free hotline for people to call to seek advice and support, I should point out. Uh, and on advice, he's been presented to an emergency department he's uh, been tested and he's uh, been tested and the confirmation we received was late last night so uh, the good news is, is he's done all the right things on being uh, advised by uh, the nurse on call phone service to self-isolate till he uh, presented to hospital uh, and on being told to uh, by the hospital to self-isolate till he had a result one way or the other there's been no other contacts or exposure to the community uh, so people are doing the right thing and if they if they suspect that they might be unwell, you know, mm. they are um, exercising the abundance of caution. The good news is in this case, as we've seen with another recent case uh, of a young person, uh, he's had very mild symptoms. He's not needed to be admitted to hospital. Uh, he's been uh, recovering at home and he's reported last night that he's almost symptom-free. So that's a relatively quick recovery and mm -hmm. we've seen the same thing with another young woman in her 30s who returned from Iran in recent days as well. So that is, in fact, similar to the pattern overseas. Internationally, it is only uh, particularly elderly people and people with chronic conditions that get a very severe case. With younger people, they, they get mild symptoms. So that will be the situation for the vast majority of people. They'll get uh, you know, flu-like symptoms, a mild uh, case, and they will recover within days. And they'll be able to do so at home with the support of their GP and their pharmacist. You know, there will not need to be everyone going okay. to the emergency department. So with the 10th person then po uh, testing positive infected with COVID-19, uh, how, how many of those 10 are very unwell? It would sound like the majority of them are, are, are rolling along quite, quite well. Well, in fact, uh, most of those people have already fully recovered. Uh, we had right. four cases that were ex-Wuhan uh, from China, uh, fully recovered. Uh, then we had um, patients from the Diamond Princess that came to us via an arrangement with the Northern Territory. Only one of those people is in hospital. Um, and then we've got the, um, and then we've got the two most recent cases from Iran, both recovering at home. So we've got. In essence, uh, three unwell people, uh, two uh, self-isolating, recovering at home, and then one person still in hospital. So, uh, so people are, are getting through this, um, uh, you know, and, and making a full recovery. And I'm grateful for the uh, great work of the team there at the Royal Melbourne, but also right across our world-class health system, our hospitals in Victoria, who do amazing work. And and also to thank our GPs and others who are also going to provide, I guess, the bulk of the support to the community mm. as we go forward. I just wanted to say one other thing, if I, if you would permit me to, Virginia, just because yes. I know there's a lot of community anxiety about about this issue at the moment, and you know, lots of reports of mass buying of toilet rolls and you know, and, and household 
household consumables. There's no Indeed. need for what people would you, to be What would you like to say about that, Minister? I, I would like to say there's no need for people to panic. Um, last year we did have a very, very severe flu season. It ran for about nine months. It's possible that this could also have something, you know, be of that type of duration. You know, you cannot stay at home for that period of duration. We want people to go about their lives normally. Just exercise good hand hygiene. You don't need to change your whole lifestyle. Just, you know, wash your hands regularly. Cough into tissues, into your elbow. Um, uh, if, you, if you are sick, stay at home. And that's the same advice we give to people every flu season as well. So I just want to assure the community that we will be providing regular updates to them about advice for the, themselves and their families and how they can stay safe. But also mm. we're doing a vast amount of work to prepare the health system should we have a severe outbreak of this new virus. Okay. I just want to get through a couple of quick questions if I can before yes, we've got to let you go, Minister. And, and thank you for repeating that advice about not panic buying, although I suspect the horse is bolted there and the horse is also laden with a whole lot of toilet rolls as it's bolting. Um, the, the, the federal response at the moment and the fact that a great deal of the first line response to a suspected infection is of course at our GP offices and our GP clinics and the fact that that is managed by the Federal Health Department. Is that running as efficiently as you would like to see? A swab has to be authorised, actually verbally authorised by the Federal Health Department before it can be taken and then it takes, I think I've been told, uh, two days, I think I've got that right, for, sorry, 12 hours for that, tw for that swab to be uh, found to be either positive or not. Is the entire system working as you would like to see it or should, it, should there be changes? Yeah, so we are working on changes around the testing. We, we made an announcement, the Premier and I made an announcement just yesterday of $6 million for the Doherty Institute. Now, the Doherty Institute is also home to Victoria's Infectious Diseases Reference Lab. This is the only lab in Victoria at the moment that is able to test for COVID-19. So essentially what's happening is people are going to their GP, they're getting tested, that's then going to private pathology and then that sample is going, making its way to Vidral. So the funding that that we announced yesterday includes of that $6 million, $2 million for the reference lab to be able to scale up its testing. They're going to be able okay. to expand their testing capacity that will speed things up. But they're also working on potentially pinprick blood tests that will mean, you know, you'll have a very, very quick turnaround. But what we're doing with the Commonwealth is we are working with them because it is, in fact, their agencies that need to give all the relevant approvals to approve private pathology labs all around Victoria that will then be able to test for COVID-19. That will fast track the, the testing process a lot. I, I understand people's anxieties. They're told to self-isolate till they get a confirmation one way or the other. And we mm -hmm. ask people to follow that advice so we can contain this as, as much as we possibly can. At the moment, it's typically taking 24 hours, four hours, and that is a long period of time, but it's because it we've got this one reference lab that's doing the testing. And can I just say that, you know, that reference lab, it's a partnership between the Royal Melbourne Hospital there and the Doherty Institute, they are, they are doing amazing work there. The funding that we gave yesterday, that we announced yesterday, was for them to not just improve the testing capacity, but also uh, improving assessment and treatment and looking okay. potentially for a vaccine. And that's ultimately what we want, is a vaccine. So We, we know that that's... 
Yeah, so we know that's some, time, that's some time away. It is some time away, but they are world leaders. They were the first lab yes, in indeed. the world outside of China to grow a, a live virus. That's been shared, shared now with labs all around the world to help the whole international community in our global efforts to tackle this new virus. And I'm grateful for their scientists. All right. And Minister, I, 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 I have to let you go, I know. So thanks for joining us today and thanks Thank for your time. Thank you so much, Virginia. Always happy to come onto your program. Thank you. Jenny McCarkos, who's the Victorian Health Minister, speaking to you there about the state government's understanding a tenth person now in, uh, affected with COVID-19, which really is a small number in the scheme of things. And um, all of them, or the majority of them, have actually recovered and, uh, and none are in a terribly dire situation at the moment. We are going to be taking you...